Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. Episode 201. It is Tuesday. Here in Cincinnati, we are on the other side of Memorial Day weekend, which means it's summertime. It's summertime here in the city. It's so good. It's warm outside today. The sun is shining. We had beautiful weather this weekend. It was just, it was just such a fun break to be with family, to eat junky food, (laughs) to do things that you know, normally we wouldn't like sleep in and turn off the alarm and take a nap and watch silly movies and laugh and giggle. It's been a really nice pause to recharge and shift gears from school ending last week to summer beginning today. So I arrive here rested and excited for the summer already off my normal routine this morning I didn't get up until late and then I didn't do my run until late and then when I came home it was so warm outside I decided instead of doing my yoga inside I would sit outside by the pool and do my yoga out there and it was amazing it was so beautiful the sun was just starting to go through the trees and it was just such a sweet start to the day so we'll see I may be able to make that more normal part of my routine but what I wanted to say when I was sharing that is it's fun sometimes to change up the ways that we do things even when we are uh, still doing the same process so I still do my run walk I still do my yoga but to just change the location or the direction that you're sitting or um, I remember a couple years ago, I did my runs the opposite direction of what I normally do for my path. Like I started at the end and then ran it backwards and everything looked so different when I was doing that. Like the houses looked different, the sun looked different. So sometimes as we're shifting from one transitional place to another, like school to summer, it's fun to change it up and to do something a little outside of what you normally would do. Stretch those comfort zones a little bit. So, there you go. My wisdom for today. My work is complete. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I have had so many ideas of what I wanted to share today. And I thought I had it all figured out. And then right before, right before when my meditation was wrapping up and I was muscle testing what we're going to talk about today, I got a whole different... (laughs) topic. So once again, I surrender. I'm trusting this is what most serves. And so that's what we're going to talk about. So what we're going to talk about is energetic signatures. And you may be familiar with this topic already, or you've heard of this before, or you might be going, what the hell? What is she talking about now? (laughs) 
<laughs> and so I'll, I'll ramble through the way that I understand it or feel it or sense it for myself and then let you make your own interpretations and conclusions about it. So if, if you, how to begin, we'll begin with signatures. Recently, over the last year or two, I have watched my son uh, playing with how to sign his name. And there's a way that you just write your name, you know, at the top of a paper you're turning in for school. And then there's a way you sign your name. And what's really brought this forward is signing your name on your driver's license because he's in driver's ed right now preparing to get his license. And so he wanted to own a signature. <laughs> and his signature right now looks a little scrawly. You know, it's kind of just block letters <laughs> put together. And so we've had some conversations about what does a signature look like and feel like. And and I was reminded this morning of my mom's signature <laughs> when we were in high school. <laughs> we would get in trouble for things. They would send the paper home that your mom had to sign. <laughs> there were a few times I tried to fake it. I tried to sign my mom's signature. But her signature is so distinctive that someone must have looked. <laughs> they must have looked at past signatures and the one I tried to turn in and realized it's not the same. <laughs> but they called my mom and actually told her, <laughs> like, I, I don't know if you saw this form because the signature doesn't look like yours. <laughs> oh, so funny. <laughs> the ways we try to cover up our mistakes <laughs> when we're young and immature. <laughs> But anyway, signatures. So I had a signature when I was single back when I, you know, my last name was Darrington. And so it was a very dramatic V <laughs> and then D for Darrington. And then when I got married the first time, you know, it was a little more flowy and, and I was really trying to act like a married woman and have this signature that looked like a married woman, whatever that meant. And then when you have children, you know, it's very official to sign your children's papers. And so I had a very official signature. <laughs> and then when, when I remarried, it's a V and a G. And I love the way that it looks together. And it just, it's just become fun to kind of play with the, the way that the letters flow together. And I don't know that I have my signature 100% mastered <laughs> you know like if I had to write it over and over and over again <laughs> I don't know that it's ready for that yet but I usually just write Viv I hardly ever sign my whole name anymore <laughs> but anyway signatures so when we are learning to write we right now typically will learn in in whatever that's called block writing you know just regular writing versus cursive and I don't know that cursive is really even being taught or emphasized in schools. And so children aren't really learning to master a signature or to claim how to write their name with emphasis or individuality or unique form. And some people, I believe, are naturally wired to want to create a signature, and so they play and practice. But the majority, I don't know that the signature is really this thing that they put a lot of attention into. And what I find, and I don't know that it's as important now as it used to be, but I remember, you know, when uh, baseballs and basketballs were autographed and 
we would go to concerts and you would try to get the musician, if you could get close enough to them to sign something. And, you know, signatures were a big deal. And it was such um, a mark of uh, fame or recognition. You know, you when you had a signature that was distinctive, it just showed that you knew who you were, or at least that's the way it came across to me. You knew who you were and you were consistent in that, and so your signature was always bold and matching that same look over and over again. And I don't, I don't know that that's something we necessarily explain or introduce to our children. You know, I don't know that signatures are a big topic of conversation. So when I bring up this idea of an energetic signature, it's perhaps even a little more um, ethereal or formless or a little foggier, perhaps. Here's what I believe to be true. Each one of us as a soul, as an infinite aspect of consciousness, we have a unique signature energetically that is simply ours. The consciousness that is me has a very unique signature compared to the consciousness that is you. Your signature is completely unique to you. And when we are out of bodies, when we are simply consciousness, I believe we sense or feel those signatures telepathically or energetically and so it's not like you're in space and you have a body and you see a, me or another one in space and we have a body and we recognize each other it's like um, fire or energy or light and the specific color and movement and texture and brightness intensity of that light creates a signature a feel a look and that is recognized by all other lights or consciousness or souls. And so when we're not in the physical body, we intuitively know, we just know who we're connecting with at an energetic level when we're moving around the universe or connecting outside of this human form. We know each other's signature, energetic signature or identity and so when we come as souls into the human bodies and we put on what many of us call these suits these human suits these um, as Esther Hicks would say the bones and blood and flesh <laughs> that makes up this human form when we put that around our soul around our signature energetically and we start moving around the world and we're working and going to school and having families and buying groceries and getting gas and you know doing all these human things that we do the energetic signature inside of us is somewhat masked or uh, repressed or quiet perhaps inside of ourselves and so as we're moving around we're very much in the human experience and not always tuning into or conscious of the soul experience except sometimes more and more now the soul inside is 
tapping at the human and going, show me, <laughs> illuminate me, <laughs> show your signature. <laughs> it's, it's like watching, you know, when, um, is it Clark Kent becomes Superman and he goes into the telephone booth and he rips off the Clark Kent suit <laughs> and then he's like, dun, 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 dun. Superman comes flying out. It's inside of him the whole time that the human suit around him covers that. And so people can't see that Superman aspect until he chooses to take off this human mask, the formal suit that somewhat, I don't think it really disguises him, looks like the same person to me. But when he takes that off, he becomes the superhero. So many of our cartoon superhero characters show us this. They model for us. This is what's true, that the soul inside is cosmic and galactic and incredibly powerful and brilliant, and yet we choose flesh, bones, and blood <laughs> to put around ourselves <laughs> to kind of hide how awesome we are. Because <laughs> what would be the fun if we're all flying around as superheroes, right? we got to have some humans that are going to make things a little messy and complicated and, you know, keep things going. <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh, it's fun to think about all of us being superheroes. Isn't that an amazing idea? Like, just a world of superheroes? <laughs> We're all just plain? That'd be awesome. But back to energetic signatures. So I believe our, our imprint, our signature, our identity as a soul is always within us. And when we are engaging in human activities, sometimes that soul pops out or reveals itself or shows that identity or signature to others around us because there's something specific that is supposed to happen in the connection between us and another. And so those two souls recognize each other or peek out of the human identity and the signature is known to the other. This is what some call love at first sight or I saw you across a crowded room and I knew I knew you. <laughs> Those moments where you know you know. You know you know the one and you don't know why. And it doesn't even have to be a, a partner connection, you know, like a sexual or forever love kind of connection. It can be a friend recognizing a friend, a former, you know, when we've played roles in other times, one who has been your father or your child recognizes you and you just have this zap of energy. The signatures recognize each other. And then there's this pull, this magnetism to find out who is this person? How do you know them? How can you feel so connected to them when it makes no sense? You've just met them and yet you feel like you've been friends for lifetimes. Well, at a soul level you have. And you will be, and you forever are connected. And so the human mask is what makes it confusing. The souls know. Souls know. We know others. Love is this bond that, you know, we can't, it's there. You can't push it away or disregard it when, when it's at a soul level. So energetic signatures are unique, very complex. Perhaps one of the best examples I can offer of that is when the artist known as Prince for a while had a symbol and he 
he asked everyone, use this symbol to identify who I am. I don't have a name that fits me, and I don't even know how to name the symbol that I'm showing you, but this is the symbol that is me. And when you can recognize me with that symbol, you're seeing who I am. I believe what he was trying to say is, this is my energetic signature. When I'm outside of the human body, this movement of energy and lines that he drew, the way that the lines were moving or showing an image, it was a, it was a static or 3D impression of a dynamic flow of energy, and he was trying to translate that. But that signature, that symbol that he shared with us was the closest expression he could offer of, this is who I am at a soul level. When you look at the symbol, you see me. And it's much bigger than a name. That's, that's how I feel energetic signatures. And, and I, don't, I don't know that there's anything to do about it right now. Like I can feel myself going, what do people do? They all start drawing their symbols. <laughs> maybe, maybe you know what your symbol is. And maybe just doodling that allows you to tap into your energetic signature more clearly, more consistently. It's kind of like when I was saying to my son, you practice writing your name over and over. And the more you practice writing it, the more comfortable and flowing it becomes. And then the more confident you become in what your signature is because you're just writing it more often. It's just practice. And as you practice, you identify what you like and don't like about your signature, and then you can change it a little bit. And the more and more you do that, eventually you just have landed into a signature that you love that identifies who you are. Perhaps that's the invitation today with energetic signatures as you, you feel or intuitively start to sense what would your flow of energy look like if you were not in a human body, if you were simply light, consciousness, love, flying around as a star or as a being in the universe, what would your specific print or signature or symbol look like? And you doodle and play and over time it starts to show itself to you or, you know, I'm sure when Prince started to play with that symbol, it was a lot of stops and starts. Maybe not, maybe he sat down and just drew that symbol immediately, but Perhaps he doodled while he sang or he doodled while he was looking at, you know, beautiful life happening around him and it just started to identify itself to him. It can be the same for us. We, we allow ourselves time and space to just sit with that idea and something will form. What I know is when, when we feel the truth of our soul signature, our energetic signature. It clarifies everything around us in our human journey. So if you're struggling with who am I in this human journey? Who am I? What am I here to do? What's my life even about? Instead of starting with the human part, perhaps go inside and start with the soul part. Doodle, sketch, play tap into what your energetic signature may be and allow it to take on form and practice and solidify the energetic signature and then let that inform the humanness of who you are. 
Clark Kent was always Superman first. Always. And he'll be Superman after Clark Kent dies. It's the same for us. The soul you are, the energetic signature inside of you, that's true and infinite and you much more than this human suit that you are walking around in on earth. So that's some fun contemplation as we step into summer and this idea of more play, more spaciousness, mixing things up a little, perhaps trying something backwards, changing the way that we do our daily run or walk. cool. Thank you for tuning into this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me in aligning with the optimal health of your mind-body-spirit in the virtual community of Viv's Energy Gym. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.